0: This is exactly right.
1: I'm Sarah Iyer.
0: And I'm Stephen Ray Morris,
1: hosts of the PurrCast. That's Purr with three R's.
0: It's a podcast all about cats.
1: We can't talk to cats, so we talk to people who know and love them.
0: Each episode we invite a fellow feline lover, comedian, celebrities, kitty caretakers, and animal artists, to name a few, and we gush with them about our favorite furry friends.
1: Tune into the Percast on Exactly Right Network for new episodes every Wednesday. Listen and subscribe to the Percast and all of Exactly Right's shows on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. Right, meow. This is Exactly Right. They may be sports' greatest heroes, but when it comes to the downfalls of fame, money, and ego, they're far more flawed than you think. Every Thursday, ParCast Network's original podcast, Sports Criminals, keeps score on the darker side of sports. From record-breaking highs to all-time lows, each episode chronicles the high-profile names you thought you knew and the crimes you'll never forget. Check out this exclusive clip from the captivating episode on Olympian Oscar Pistorius.
0: london 2012 the 30th summer olympic games the 66000 capacity stadium was full to the brim for the men's 400 meter semi-final eight of the 32 fastest men in the world stood in front of the starting blocks
1: there was a smattering of applause for the venezuelan in lane two the brit in lane three received a predictably warm roar of appreciation from his home country The Belgian in lane four fed off the energy of the excited crowd as they hollered for him as well. But it was the South African in lane five who ignited the stadium into a frenzied uproar. Indeed, millions of eyes around the world were fixated on the man in the fifth lane.
0: The starting gun fired and the runners took off. The South African maintained pace coming out of the first turn, but was
1: soon overtaken by the Belgian. Well, this was of little consequence. All the South African needed to do to qualify for the finals was finish in the top three.
0: But then the runners came to the home stretch, and the South African found himself in sixth place, looking ahead at the determined runners, including the man who would go on to win gold. In the last 50 meters, the South African fell back into seventh. In the final 20 meters, he was overtaken by the Venezuelan, and crossed the finish line in dead last, several strides behind the man in front of him.
1: But then, the winner of the heat, the future gold medalist, turned to embrace the South African. He signaled that he wanted to trade the bibs that had their names printed on them, a sign of the greatest respect between athletes.
0: The South African man then raised his hand and bowed to the crowd as though he had won the stadium cheered wildly for him at homes around the world families sat in their living rooms and shook their heads in disbelief amazing some said absolutely incredible
1: they reacted as such because the south african was a man named oscar pistorius the first double amputee to run in the olympic games to get here He not only had to qualify competing against the world's greatest but also navigate the trials of hellacious litigation to prove that his carbon fiber prosthetics did not give him an unfair advantage
0: pistorius had become an international hero a poster boy for overcoming obstacles but what he would be remembered for was not his phenomenal unrivaled resume of athletic achievement it was the result of a single night six months after the London Olympics when Oscar Pistorius fired four shots into his closed bathroom door, killing his 29-year-old girlfriend, Riva Steenkamp. Welcome to Sports Criminals, a ParCast Original, Every week, we dive into the dark side of sports history and look at athletes who not only broke the law, but broke the rules and covenants of their sport. We'll also uncover how their actions impacted the history of the sport they played and had a ripple of cultural and social implications. I'm Tim Johnson.
1: And I'm Carter Roy. Sports is built on a foundation of fairness, with rules that aim to set up equal obstacles for two opposing sides— So why is it that so many people within this strict moral code stray outside the law? Whether that means they simply break the rules of the game or commit a brutal act like murder, there are an untold number of athletes and others involved with the sports world that wind up in a life of debauchery.
0: Sports Criminals aims to unpack this connection. We seek to uproot how the fame and cutthroat nature of professional and amateur sports can exacerbate and feed some of our darkest desires.
1: You can find episodes of Sports Criminals and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. To stream Sports Criminals for free on Spotify, just open the app and type Sports Criminals in the search bar.
0: At Parcast, we're grateful for you, our listeners. You allow us to do what we love. Let us know how we're doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram at Parcast and Twitter at Parcast Network. The story of Oscar Pistorius is one of the most emotionally complex in sports history. In many ways, he represented everything that draws us to athletics overcoming obstacles, the triumph of spirit and determination, an unparalleled work ethic, and a commitment to persevere no matter the odds. Pistorius was not just an inspiration to Paralympic athletes, but to all athletes, proving that even the greatest trials can be overcome.
1: The runner also carried with him a confident and light charisma, charming his way through interviews to become a media darling, not just a hero of south africa but a hero of the world the attention he brought to paralympic athletics flooded the community with sponsorships and spectators they had never had before his humble but confident outward persona and what appeared to be a genuine and authentic joie de vivre made it absolutely shocking when the events of valentine's day 2013 came to pass in just a few short hours, everything the world thought they knew about Oscar Pistorius started unraveling. At 3 a.m. that morning,
0: Pistorius shot and killed his girlfriend, Riva Steenkamp, through his closed bathroom door at his home in Pretoria, South Africa. Pistorius claimed it was an accident. Prosecutors called it premeditated murder, and cited an unknown, unpredictable, incredibly aggressive side to Pistorius that he had hidden from the media for years.
1: In the story you're about to hear, we will try and present the tragic rise and fall of Oscar Pistorius from the most objective viewpoint possible. But what will come to light is the simple truth that it's impossible to know what happened on that fateful night. Whether Pistorius knowingly shot his girlfriend of three months, or did so believing he was protecting her, his actions that night were incredibly reckless. Perhaps he was a cold killer and incredibly calculated liar. Or maybe he was so intensely traumatized by the idea of a break-in that he was willing to act on violent impulse. One thing is for certain. At the end of this tragic
0: tale, it will be impossible not to form an opinion one way or the other. Oscar Pistorius was born on November 22, 1986, in Johannesburg, South Africa, without a fibula in either of his legs. Oscar's mother, Sheila, knew her son would need surgery to have the lower portion of both his legs removed. So, when the baby was six months old, she wrote her son a letter, encouraging him in the trials he was sure to face in his life.
1: The piece that stuck with Oscar when he read the letter as an adult stated, The real loser is never the person who crosses the finish line last. The real loser is the person who sits on the side. The person who does not even try to compete.
0: Sheila strove to ingrain this attitude within her young son even after the 11-month-old Pistorius had both of his legs amputated. Six months later, he was given his first prosthetics, and from that moment forward, Sheila Pistorius made sure that, above all else, her son would not feel different. And for the most part, he did not. He pursued the world with an energetic thirst for adrenaline, climbing and falling from trees, launching himself onto motorbikes, racing his brother's go-karts so fast down a hill that the pair had to use one of
1: Oscar's prosthetics as a brake. It was moments like these when Oscar considered his differences the most as a child. He did not feel pain as his manufactured leg ground ferociously against the gravelly road. Yet something else became apparent about Oscar's attitude. He carried with him a sort of reckless abandon, an attitude of jump first, ask questions later. This type of daredevil persona is accepted in the sports world. In fact, it's encouraged. But for Oscar, it would string together a series of unchecked behaviors that culminated in a tragic death. Want to dig deeper into the Pistorius story? Find the full episode by subscribing to Sports Criminals, free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts.